This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to (sighs) do. Logic, how you doing tonight, bro? What's good? Man, I'm fantastic. How are you, my brother? blessed man i'm blessed but i'm 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 not liking what i'm seeing this week uh we got to talk about britney griner um they they handed out a sentence of nine years for some weed and you know what i'm ignorant so i can't even tell you you know i haven't been uh following it that closely so i don't even know how much weed she brought but it shouldn't even matter you know it's weed um but yeah, they gave her a sentence of nine years, and I, you know, I, I haven't heard anything, any news of yet, uh, of our president and our black uh, female b- vice president doing anything about yeah. it. Uh, so for you, I just, I just want to hear from you. How, how you feel about that, man? Side note: This is not a political podcast, my people, but it's interesting when we choose to recognize the blackness of our vice president. Just wanted to throw that out there, but. <laughs> With Britney, it's just a weird situation. It, it's so many angles that I've learned as things have gone on. And the fact that she's been playing, you know, in that country for several years off and on, you know, a lot of the WNBA sisters, when they play for the season, because they don't necessarily make the same amount that the men's game makes, they often do overseas runs and continue to play ball over there. So she's been there before. I don't know if it's a targeted thing in a Russia, America type of thing. There's so many things I don't know about it. It's so much that I've heard legal experts were saying that it was going to be this and it was going to be nine years and it's going to be this. And now Russia is like, we'll give you a Britney Griner for like a a dealer from I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel really, really bad for Britney because it's not making any particular statement that's good for anybody. It's nothing good that's kind of... Russia doesn't look better for doing it. Russians probably don't feel particularly better because it's being done. They don't... You know what I'm saying? Like the country and the countrymen and women probably don't feel super inspired because we locking up tall black bitches that play basketball. Like it's not... The whole thing just doesn't... And this, and this could be a bigger issue because the WNBA has been around for a long time now, right? Uh, the fact that they don't have any uh, choice but to go overseas to make this move, it's kind of like they to be in the WNBA, you got to have two jobs. You know, like you can't just get paid. You don't get paid a wage from the yeah. first one. Yeah. Um, no, you know, the WNBA exists in the space that the old NBA exists in you know, it's kind of like the ABA was back hey, in the I was, day. I was going to say, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the ABA was, where a lot of those guys was bartenders on the weekends, you know, when they didn't play. Because <laughs> it wasn't enough money in it. You played because you loved it. You played because it was what you wanted to do. Because I feel like that's the biggest issue here. Like, yeah, she went overseas, she got caught with weed. But the biggest issue is why does she have to do that? You know, most 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 guys in the NBA, you know, your career is over when you go overseas. Like, you know, a big name like Allen Iverson going to China and playing for a while. He can make he made a lot of money, you know, Uh, even uh, Marbury. Yeah, Marbury (laughs) made a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? After his career was over. He's still there. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not back home. The fuck, I'm back to America. 
They love him in China. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's that, that, that's the biggest issue. You know, she she normally she shouldn't have to be over there doing any of this, but it's dumb to get nine years for weed. Brother Bills, we were just uh discussing uh Brittany Griner's case. Uh you know, I think it's a fucking disgrace, man. But I wanna I wanna before I say what I really want to say, I'm gonna put this disclaimer out there. Yeah. Even no matter who it was, if it was me and and they don't they don't do that over there, you know, that's not the United States, I would have got I would have got they would have fucked me too. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> they they would have fucked me too, like true. But other than that, democracy and politics and all that shit out of it, it's fucked up, man. I I I got to see um her her last, you know, what she told the judge and shit. Oh yeah. And it's just and it's just like after seeing that, and then I saw her with a Brianna Taylor jersey over there, you know, and it's just like, damn, bro, you it's obvious, it's obvious that the punishment she's getting is, you know, cause they don't fuck with us. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And using a you know, a human being as a pawn, no matter what status they have, like you you hear shit like if it was LeBron. Or if it, uh, shout out to Boozy. Boozy was like, well, if it was Taylor Swift, which I agree, yeah, it if it was Taylor Swift, they would have been, we probably would have had World War III right now. Like, it would have been lit right now. But you know, this is the nation that we that we live in. It fucking sucks. And I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of like focus away from the political nature of this, mm-hmm. and then talk mm-hmm. about like why she even has to go over there. Because the WNBA is, you know, don't, I mean, they, they don't, they don't no get any money. money. They don't yeah. get no fucking money. And, and, so, and it's crazy. So the last year's salary was, for the whole WNBA, was about $2 million. The whole, mm. everybody all together, all the players. Mm. And, Lebr- and LeBron's salary was $37 million. So that, that pretty much sums up why she's not in the WNBA when she can get more money over there. And and that's what I and I said, you know, if you want to go over there, but it's a case where you have to go, if you're a, a woman basketball player, like there is no want to go, you know, they have to do it if they want to make any kind of money, you know, because we brought up Stephon Marbury, you remember Stephon, like mm-hmm. he's I, I, Logic said he's still over there doing it, still still making money. Shout know? out to Marbury, the goat, one of the goats, man. <laughs> but yeah, but they but they want to do it. So when Allen Iverson signed a little contract to China and, and played for you know a year, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was that was big money. But mm-hmm. again, in the guys' cases, it's never you know have to do it, and it just seems like we should be talking about how can we keep how we how can we keep these ladies in the United States and making enough money to feed their families? Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it's deferred, you know. I hate saying this shit. I love women. I love basketball. Right. But women's basketball is just not as exciting for some reason as uh, male basketball. Like, I don't, I've watched games, don't get me wrong. Like, this is going to have to start dunking on a regular basis. You're jumping from the free throw line. It's going to happen. They have to. They have to start fouling on crazy, tightening up the shorts. They got to do something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because let them be physical. We got to let them be emotional. It's got to be physical. Yeah, it has to. You got to bring something that that's going to make us watch. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. bad enough. Like, if you're a girl, you're playing basketball, 80%, 85% of the time, you was ugly. So we ain't watching mm. it for that. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, no. all the ladies out there. Sorry. You know I what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. 
but I mean, it's, it's, it's a very small amount of super duper attractive women that are attracted to the idea of playing basketball with large groups of unattractive. It's just not, it's, there's usually, better ways to make it. Yeah, usually they were, the attractive ones were like cheerleaders and shit like that. Right. They wasn't out there swimming. Other thing that, that the WNBA is going to have to do, in my opinion, the WNBA is going to have to start combining themselves with the NBA more and more and more. Like yeah. I see them doing it in the All Star game. I see them doing, but they're just going to have to. They're going to have to force the NBA to share some of that money because mm. it's coming in. The money's coming in. The money's coming the thing, in. The thing is, yeah, the money's coming in. But majority of the money's coming in from the male as for oh, yeah. the game. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're looking at it like, y'all have to bring in some kind of revenue. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, don't, you don't keep giving a drug dealer packs and he's not bringing the money back. That's a fucked up reference to use. Um, <laughs> no, but allegedly, allegedly, whatever. Something like a really but, good um, reference. We call on the wire. If you're listening to this, to the best, we don't know why. Episode five, season three. Not Rico Rico charges. Oh man, what are you talking about? I don't even understand. New phone, who that? Free one or free thug on the Rico charges. Hey, and look, uh, you know, to those that say that this this segment would be a little bit offensive because we are kind of uh, glossing over the fact there's a real person in this. She did get sentenced nine years unfairly. Um, no. I, I, I'm saying yeah. from, from my standpoint, we should be making more noise about this uh, to mm-hmm. somebody that can do something about it. Because, you know, even, even talking about it, you know, the three of us, we can't do shit. But I just but I but I don't see I don't see anything. I'm not hearing anything happening anywhere uh, that that is uh, like like Bill's alluded to. Like if this is Taylor Swift, I feel like I would see like picket lines and and somebody yeah. would be tearing down the capitol again and you know for sure but but i think i was referencing earlier i think i said something earlier and the thing about it is i've heard and again so much of this is hearsay everything that right. we're talking about is yes, a lot of hearsay sure. a lot of what we think i don't know the insides of the court case believe it or not people who are listening i'm not actually a lawyer so i don't really know <laughs> but one thing that I am hearing is that they were trying to do a swap, True. like a trade, like a player yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody Brittany, that he got locked up that he wants. Brittany, Brittany for like a Russian. Yeah, Davo, dude, I'm saying like you know, like just a murderer, killer slash, S, you know, just this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Steven that too. Wade. And that's it seems like it's dead on the to, table. Because that puts it in a political... You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying not to be political here. We're trying to be honest and real about our feelings and emotion right. and think logically. But when you see them trying to say that we have, you know, XYZ prisoner in your place, you can have this basketball player for that mm-hmm. murderer. Like, it's... it's yeah, I don't that's, even... That's cl- and they want that, two murderers. That's like, no way they around. want two of them. They're right. Damn. Yeah. Cause they wanted they it was supposed they wanted to even trade uh Brittany for the murderer and then um you know they denied it. Uh that was like the first I want to say trade this is sports podcast. And then he was like, All right, if you give us 
such and such. And then, you know, the, that old bitch ass nigga president was like, nah, we're not doing that. So I don't know, man. All I want to say though is I, I feel for her, her family, right. you know what I'm saying? And I hope, terrible. I hope somehow, some way, somebody just makes the shit right, man. Fuck it. Even if you give them a murderer, the murderer ain't going to come back over here and murder people. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, I don't know, man. Just bring Shorty back to, you know, bring her back to where she belongs. Amen. Amen. All right. Look, look, let's move right along. I want you guys to play the judge now. Um, nope. And Bills, I'll start with you. Um, Oh, no. On Monday, it was it was said that um, Deshaun Watson was to get six games uh, for his um, misconduct with like 24 cases against him, uh, four, four of which are still not settled, 20 of which have all been settled out of court. Um, but anyway, the the uh, I, I, and I don't I don't know the young lady's name that brought this down, the, the, the judge that Goodell hired to do these things. Uh, she ruled that he should be gone for six games. Now, also, since, also, go ahead. He he can only get massages from the team's masseuses. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because the team masseuse won't fuck it. Okay. I'm I'm asking you, Bills. Uh, do you see that as a viable punishment? Because the NFL does not. I feel like. I want to say, first of all, you never know how many ladies this really happened, right? Everything is allegedly. Right, yeah. Um, I feel like, and this this doesn't even have to do with that of sports or Deshaun or all of these girls, but if I feel like if I was a woman and somebody really, you know, you know, forced their way onto me, I would want them in jail and not looking for him to get exiled from an NFL or, you know, pay me a bag, I would want, you know, proper punishment, so... I always feel like everybody's not lying, but somebody's lying. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, I, I feel. Hey, listen, I don't think I don't think he did that to twenty four chicks. Um, I, I also don't think six games is enough because he obviously did it to someone. Um, I feel like a, a year would have been would have been cool with me. You know what I'm saying? Put it put a dent in his bag. You know what I'm saying? But you know. You know how this shit go. Political. If he was white, if he was white, he would have never even got nothing. You know he wouldn't have got shit. Yeah, he might have got an MVP. <laughs> or a Super Bowl. Or a chip. He would have got a chip. Yeah, yeah, a Super Bowl. Um, Logic, how you feel about it? Six games enough? Is this goofy? I don't know. I don't know, man. This is such a this is such a sticky situation because, in my opinion, again. And a lot of these conversations, the Brittany Griner thing, this thing, several other things, it becomes sports fans and media who suddenly become legal experts. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody know the fucking law then. Everybody know, you know, if he did do these things to right. these women, how many games should he be suspended? All of them. Every last game. No more football for you ever. You were, right? refre like, refresh my memory, like but how much? How much did Michael Vick get for 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 the dog shit? Like, he got out of jail. Till he got out of yeah, he went to jail for that he shit. Right. He went to jail. He went to jail. Right. So they didn't have to keep him out of the league. It wasn't like the league. 
from he was top of that. Career. It took his career. Like he, he right, but he went to jail, Jeff. He yeah, went yeah, to yeah. actually tell the law. You know, because that's what happens when you commit mm-hmm. real crimes. And that's what I'm saying. So are we saying this is not a real crime? Is that what we're saying? That's we're a saying, weird thing. Again, that's a weird we're, thing we're, to say. We we saying we that's not what we saying. What we saying is like what I like how I opened up this segment. You're right. Or, it you can't really say if he did it or not. You're going right. against 24 women who can say anything after the first one came out versus actual footage and proof and you know you know what I'm saying like hardcore evidence versus he say she say I agree and that's what makes it so difficult what you're saying is what makes it difficult right to sit here and try to figure out the white way to handle it in this case I feel like the NFL is usually fucking dumb and they usually don't know what to do (laughs) it's very difficult what to do Right. What do you do? Because there's so many different angles and somebody's going to be upset. Somebody's going to feel some type of way about something that happened because there's no right way. You know what I'm saying? Like you can start to look at it from this case and they said it was 26 chicks and then 20 of them took money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does that exactly mean, what I mean. Does that, does that, you know what I'm saying? You're asking me to look at it from a logical point of view. From a logical point of view, if someone did that to me, would I take the money instead of taking it to trial? Did it even have a chance of going to trial? Did my lawyer tell me to take the money because it wasn't going to go to trial? Yeah, what is the evidence? Yeah, right. I mean, you know, like it's just so many different things. They gave it to a female judge who ran said six games. Now the league, who's supposed to be showing so-called female football fans, how much they care about their viewership or whatever. By stepping on a female judge's rule, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just too many angles to it. It's, it's too many. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then we have, I don't know. And then we have, you know, and I don't know when exactly this happened, but I remember uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, definitely yeah. forcing himself on a girl in, at a club in a bathroom. Uh, but he said this week that the NFL should be ashamed for making a sexual predator the face of the league. And I, I don't I don't I don't know when Deshaun Watson got to be the face of the NFL. Like, I don't even mm. did that happen. No, Has he even been no. on a Madden cover? <laughs> no, he ain't the face of shit. Yeah, he ain't the face of the league. And more importantly, bro, did you forget? That you were a sexual predator and you were definitely the face of the league at the time. You're talking about Ben, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know I was not aware of the comment. What I'll say is this I'm willing to bet the three dollars and eighty seven cent in my pocket. <laughs> he did that shit. Said that on the radio in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. On the Ben Roethlisberger channel. <laughs> during the Ben Roethlisberger hour featuring Ben Roethlisberger because nobody else gives a fuck what he's talking about. <laughs> he hasn't given a fuck what he's talking about for 15 yeah. years. Man. Like this dude just steadily been talking and people have steadily been like dismissing themselves from his, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who are you talking to? The only people that give a fuck about what you're saying, Ben Roethlisberger. 
It's people in Pittsburgh. I think they're pretty dumb. So, you know, whatever. Agreed. Agreed. But what about another quarterback that chose to speak out this week and get on a podcast and tell the world he's the MVP because he takes drugs? Could have said it on our podcast. <laughs> Mr. Aaron Rodgers got on a podcast this week and said, because I take psychedelic drugs, that's why I played so good. My two, my two best seasons in the NFL were due to psychedelic drug use. I was on shrooms and weed. I was, <laughs> I was a, Stephen A. Smith would hate that shit. Stay <laughs> off the weed. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. All right. White, he, he would have no problem with it. He it's it's no this drug problem. called ayahuasca, or it, it, it's no supposed problem. to be like you're supposed to have like a shaman, and they're they're supposed to it's supposed to show you the other side of the life. Like people go over overseas to try this drug all the time, like, but it's called ayahuasca. When Michael Irvin did it. When Michael Irvin did it, everybody oh. had a problem. <laughs> I get it. He thought yeah, he was catching touchdowns from his teeth. Everybody was like, oh, you need to put the cocaine down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he was partying with Mike Tyson, which I didn't know until I caught that podcast this week too. He had a party with Mike Tyson, invited T.O. T.O. was a rookie at the time, and they just got T.O. together, and you know they were with a whole bunch of girls, and you know they were doing doing partying with Mike Tyson, lots of cocaine, drugs all around, all the time, and bitches. And, and, and lots of women, lots of women. And they said T.O. got so uncomfortable. They said, oh, yeah, you can go home. Go ahead and take this car. And then he told he told two girls to go with him. <laughs> Sounds like my type of party. Yo, yo. But, but with this Aaron Rodgers thing, it brought me to a bigger conversation. Because now I'm like, you know, how much of this new media is good? You know, it, make, it makes Draymond sound, sound crazy sometimes. But when you can always talk to your audience, like did athletes ever, like did Michael Jordan go besides the press conferences that he had to do, you know, it would be weird to hear MJ have a podcast or, you know, or Pippin inter interviews, like that shit never went on. So are athletes getting themselves in trouble inside the new media? Is it better or is it worse? And Logic, I'll begin with you. What are your thoughts on new media? Right before I jump into that, yeah. that's going to be a right there. I just want to point out that Aaron Rodgers was on a podcast and told people that apparently because he's a white quarterback, he doesn't get drug tested. Wow. That's true. That's weird. Nobody's going to point that out. That's that weird. <laughs> There's eight to ten black dudes that get kicked out the league every year behind drugs, and this dude's doing two and three seasons in a row. Drugs I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. Lying about having COVID. Remember he had COVID and lied about it for you, and nothing mm -hmm. happened then either. Must be nice. What I'm saying is, we also got to remember that the NFL owns that franchise. I thought the I thought the people of Green Bay own that franchise, like which is about the same thing. If we're being honest, so we can call Shit. one and one of the But I hear what you're saying, brother. That makes sense. It's it's definitely not governed in the most open and transparent way. Mm -mm. It's definitely a weird way that that operates. It's definitely, and we can get into that at another time. In yeah. terms of the new media, I think, I think athletes have gone from the point where they can speak for themselves to the point where they can speak to their people. 
Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Rodgers' people. At this True. point, instead of using platforms to create a mass following for Aaron Rodgers, the following already exists. So Aaron Rodgers can speak specifically to the Aaron Rodgers people. You know, mm. people who lie about COVID and use ayahuasca or whatever. Like, he can speak Cold. directly to them. That's Cold what the new media is. <laughs> exactly. That's Cold what the new media is. It's also, it's also about... <laughs> This is, this new media thing is also about being an ambassador of your own brand. Who is in a better position to put shine to your brand other than yourself? The people tend to gravitate more to the athletes they feel they can actually feel. So if we don't hear from you, if you're a Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying, then you have no people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got you got Kawhi fans, but nobody goes, you seen that Kawhi commercial or Oh, 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 look at, uh, um, I call him ABC, Attention Kumpo. He got this little segment. Of, yeah, because his name is like, I don't know how to spell that shit. Yo, so it's like, So it's like, you got him who he got, he, he does this segment of like where he tells corny dad jokes once a week or whatever. So it's, I think it's more of them trying, because the, the basketball is a team sport, right? But right. at the end of the day, you get paid for what you do and who fills you. Like you got weird ass Draymond, Talk about he deserves a max contract. He's only going to say that on his platform for his people to further uh, to his, his brand, his time. Yeah, yeah. So that basically the new media is just is just these players, and you know, in every sport, is to shed more light on who they are personally, so that mm-hmm. fans can feel like they can feel them, and you sell more jerseys that way. And and sometimes it's just going to be the way the, the way it gets you in trouble. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Real quick, I hear what you're saying. But just to reference Joey's question, I think that that was different between the Michael Jordan era and today. I think that's what's different is the Michael Jordan, and to some degree the Kobe Bryant, to a large mm-hmm. degree the Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like at some level their ability to not say shit but when was what encouraged large amounts of people to fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like they got the largest amount of respect from the largest amount of people. Michael Jordan probably in the history of professional basketball has had the most casual fans in the history of the sport. Like if you don't know anything about the sport, if you've never seen it before, you know him. Right. That's the best thing to know. You don't know anything about who he voted for or whether he used ayahuasca or anything like that. That's what the brand is. Like Bills just said, you know, guys are selling their brand. They've been doing that. But back then, the brand, to some degree, was winning. So, that was the brand. That yes, had to be your brand. You didn't get to make a brand unless you was winning. Winning is the brand. Magic is the brand. This is the brand. You know what I mean? Like, it's winning. Yeah. Winning, winning, winning gets you the brand. Now it's something different. Now it's politics. Now it's how you well, think things. Another, another change in, in the way the, the game is the the players have more power now than they yeah, have had before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like yeah. the owners, to a certain degree, and the general managers and those guys were able to actually keep some of these motherfuckers quiet. But um, now you really can't. 
there's no really silencing. Like, they understand without us, there's no A, no NBA. Right. So we're yeah. we going to do this. And at the no same time, NFL. wow. Yeah. No, no NFL. NFL no. The only motherfuckers who's still quiet is golf, and that's because nobody watched that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... You don't want to hit no NASCAR drivers, no golf no, niggas, no, no hockey. Yeah, we don't. We, I don't Same even. Day. I don't even. I still don't even know none of them niggas' names in hockey. You know what I'm saying? Like, They're mostly <laughs> Eastern Europe. They wouldn't have anything. To, they'd probably be more enlightened about like the Brittany Browner situation than anybody. You should probably talk to them about that. They probably know a lot about how things going over there on no sides of town, and they probably would have told you. She should not have done that. Another thing, another thing is like when you really think about it, there was no fucking podcast or anything, but the regular media outlets. There was no exactly. nobody exactly. set up. No, nobody got a computer and put it in a basement and got the headphones. AKA and got old. AKA old media. You needed to, there had to be. I like what you're saying, Bill. There had to be a synthesis. There had to be a connection yeah. between the media and Michael Jordan. So that mm-hmm. the media got the right to tell Michael Jordan shit, and Michael Jordan mm-hmm. got the right to be Michael Jordan, and the media wouldn't tell you he was fucking drunk. That flu shit is bullshit. The media won't tell you that. Like no. they won't. Everybody knew. They won't tell you. He had a gambling he, problem. He was. He had a drinking problem. He, he also. He also kind of podcast himself. You know. He. That was his idea to let those cameras follow him in in the in the Bulls' last championship run. That la- that last dance was right. premeditated. You know, right, right. But even then, it was scripted. You understand? I don't believe that everything you saw is everything that happened. Oh, definitely you know, not. Definitely not. That I should have seen everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing. If you take me around the crib for 24 days every hour, I probably wouldn't let all 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not realistic. What I'm mm, saying yeah, is, that's a, he, yeah, the story of the brain, there was a connection between me doing it. Allowing people to take me doing this, but you have to take me doing this, not that. Just this. <laughs> and felt that. And then it revolves back to the underwear and the Duracell batteries. And then we have <laughs> the complete circulation. And now it's complete circulation. You love me. I do things. You love the things I do. You, love, you know what I mean? And it's just, I'm a lovable person all the way around. And I'm a terrible person. And you know I'm a terrible person. But you don't know I'm a terrible person because everybody's paid to say I'm a wonderful person. Mm. Nowadays, these guys have the ability to create their own, like Bill said, their own route, their own brand, their own. Everybody can be the Charles Barkley now. You don't need a Nike advertisement campaign to say, you know, I'm not. Right. You're tyrant. I'm not a role. You know what I mean? Like everybody can just be like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Like, whatever. And so now the new thing. It's just to try to pretend like the goal is not the same. The new media goal is the same as the old media goal. The new media is just trying to enhance the ability of people who know what the fuck they're talking about to do it. But they want to do the same thing. We want to talk about basketball. We want to talk about the NFL. We want to talk about this. We want to talk about that. We're just tired of hearing people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about talk about. That's Mm. all. So now I'm Draymond Green, and I'm going to tell you about basketball, and I'm going to dare you to have an issue with what I'm saying. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to tell you that I've had several seasons where I was on drugs while Josh Cole has been kicked out of the league 18, 19 times. 
I was on drugs for so two fun. years. I said nothing to me. So and I also probably won and had a great time. You know what I'm saying? Like that, because I could say that. What the fuck are they going to do? When are they going to stop? I'm going to lie and pretend like it was seasons long ago. And then, you know, the only thing the league could do is, is try to censor it. Because all it's going to make them do is what I just came up with, which is you wasn't drug testing this thing? You yeah, drug testing yeah. Michael Vick right now. He killed dogs. He, he wasn't even drug. <laughs> Y'all drug testing him now. He's been out the league Bro, they, five, six years. They, you know how many times they drug tested um, Adrian Peterson the last couple of years? Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just it shows a precedent. It shows an understanding of your position and your entitlement. Mm. It just shows. Okay. Since y'all know, I never liked that nigga nowhere. There you I go. Mean, you and me both. You and me both. Shit. There you go. I I just so oh, so okay. Roger. What, I mean whatever. One thing you have to be prepared for when you're speaking a lot, when you're talking to an audience uh, that you ne- can't necessarily see is the backlash, right? And, right? and I saw it this year. Like, Draymond got on his podcast and had to apologize a couple times this year for, for things that he said and the way he said it, you know, especially referring to somebody as, as just a, he, he said nigga. <laughs> and he had to apologize for that, you know, because... Yeah, he said worse than nigga. He said you coon. know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said coon. coon. No, he said coon. No, it was coon. He called That's him a coon. Called. He called him a That's coon. Who said that? He, who said that? Draymond called uh uh wow. what's the what's the oven? What's the nigga? The old Celtic. Damn. No, that, Russell? No, no. Oh, Russell Keith. No, per- no, per- no, no, he called, he called Perkins. He called Perkins oh, yeah. a coon. Yeah, Perkins told that nigga he'll kick his ass. Perkins said. <laughs> So you had to get on this podcast Perk, and apologize. Yo. Oh, Perk, I don't know how Perkins got a job talking, but I believe it had something to do with telling somebody in the front office, I'll fuck you up if you don't give me that microphone. You did? I believe Because he ain't good at talking. That's he, said, I, he said, I'm going to do it my way. The big exactly. Perk way. The, the big Perk way. You want to be a baller. But one of the things you have to do is know that people are going to have a problem with what you say. Even if your intent is not to offend, you're going right. to say something that's going to offend somebody. And I just right. don't think, you know, with the new media, with the way it is, they're equipped to handle it. You know how much flat Stephen A is, is probably one of the corniest people in, in, in sports broadcasting along with, uh, skip Bayless, but you know what skip. they do well? They take it all. They take it. They take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and people still, still listen and still watch them and still consume them, even though you know, like they've they've had their issues, right? But they're good at it because they 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 can take it without even thinking. I don't think Anything. athletes. Anything. I don't think athletes Anything. have the same propensity. Like you don't think they got the good PR. Yeah, they, they, PR train. They're not PR trained. They can't take it. You're they right. don't respond well to it. Some of them, some of them, I like I like JJ Reddick. I like okay. um Okay. I like uh Jason Williams that used to, you know what I'm saying? That he got hurt in Chicago. There's a couple mm-hmm. of them that's all right. RG3, even though it's a different sport. He handles himself well in the media. Talking about football than he was playing football. <laughs> I don't think he ever played football. You should have just about he's a, in. he's a Hall of Fame com- commentator here. Wonderful. He's wonderful. He's never said anything on television. 
that I didn't understand or agree with. It's like, yeah, for real. Makes sense. Yeah. For real. Makes sense. So some of them, but majority, I agree. They don't yeah, got the and, right and see, And the people you just named that are good at it, they're good in the media. They don't have a podcast yeah. platform. No, I mean, I mean Jay Will, J- J- Keyshawn. J Will and Keyshawn, they do, they do have a, po- a podcast. Reddit, Reddit got one too. Reddit got one. Yeah, you had one. That's how oh, JJ got the ESPN. Oh, yeah, he, his shit was fire too. Not for nothing. It's okay. it's fire. It's fire because they. I know. You know he, I know. I enjoy every time he's on uh, ESPN, but I ain't know he had a podcast. He got a podcast for seven years, eight years. He he been doing. It. Mm. You know, he had a bench time. It wasn't like he was running. Like he had time. Yeah, well, look, you know, a lot of time and a lot of money. Let's be honest. And he's good at it. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. It's uh-huh. just if you apply, you know, a lot of time and a lot of money to something that you're good at doing, there ain't no, you know, mm-hmm. secret sauce. You see how good he is, you know, how well prepared and everything he is on ESPN. He's been training for that the whole time. He's been ready for that. Shout out to JJ Reddit. Shout out Shout to out JJ. To I want to I want to end this on uh, remembering somebody that I never got to see play in person. Like I I have never ever seen uh, Bill Russell play live. Um, but he passed away at eighty eight. So I just wanted to take some time out remember it. I think unque- I think we can all agree, you know, without argument that he is a goat. Anybody that wins yeah. eleven championships in thirteen years, you know, anybody who wins eleven championships, period, don't matter how long it took you, yeah, you go, you go. You got um, more rings than fingers, man. <laughs> and that's and see, ironically, that's one of the first things I I would know about Bill Russell. He shaded Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like he had this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and he showed all 11 rings, <laughs> you know, and they, they, you know, they played with that. You know, I don't know if Mike was involved in that joint, but I remember that commercial <laughs> where, where, where Mike had gotten six and, <laughs> and, and, um, and Bill was like, Oh, that's cute. You know, <laughs> I got some appetite for that. I've heard some sources <laughs> who will remain anonymous uh-huh. back then when they won rings. And they won multiple rings. They didn't give them new rings. What? You know what I'm saying they didn't give you eleven rings because you won eleven championships. You're the same team that won that championship. Yeah. You keep that ring. I've heard from anonymous sources that it was more like five rings, and then what? Four other guys' rings, and then some magic. Like yeah, yeah. Like I heard that wasn't even the thing. We could talk about that Patreon style, but. I've heard some things. I've heard some things. I've heard that Jeez. was medium market and magic. Mm. That's fucked up. Yeah. If you're looking back then, the logic to me, it checks out. The money. The logic. The money. Out. How much money did you have for ring? Ooh. How many black people in 1958 did you want to give diamond rings? And now when you think about it, they give him rings for anything. Old boy get a ring. <laughs> Super fans get a ring. How much money did Boston in 1962 would have get black people? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just all checks Nothing. out. Nothing. Nothing. You keep that ring that we gave you last time, nigga. Like, that's what you get. Like, you know? You went three years in a row. Add another tally to the shit. Like. There you go. I'll put another diamond in there. 
Mm-hmm. Eastern Conference MVPs now, Western Conference MVP rings, all type of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got the money now. I think what I think you, you get a game? ring for winning. You probably get a ring for winning a play-in now. Wow. I think they want to give you something for that. They give you something for that. Trophy or something. MVP of the play-in. You're like you're the MVP of the play-in. You're the MVP of the losers. Mm-hmm. Not win. realm of entitlement. And and to the folks that's wondering where Infinite is, my guy is recovering. Shout out to Infinite. Shout out to Inf. Inf. My boy, he's, he's got he's got a he's got a long road to recovery, but you know, eight weeks from now we could hear uh him back yeah. on the show. So shout he out Infinite. Him. Just with him. that note. He won't lose. Don't worry about that. He'll be back. He'll be back. We'll put our GM hats on and this thing is gonna go to a whole nother level. It's up. This has been logic over everything. Ooh. It's over. And it's been everything. BBG. Yo. Listeners, thank you. Appreciate you guys sticking here with us. This thing's about to go up a little bit. I might actually get like $17 from this podcast. So just keep <laughs> listening. Thank you so much for being a part of it. That $17 is like a bottle and a black amount of some other things. I really yes. appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Yes. L-O-E. L-O-E. It means a lot. It means a lot.